Good morning or good evening, and welcome to the Take the Step podcast with your host, me, Hefter Rodriguez. This podcast, I'm going to be talking about being a full-time dad, family, and just regular life. I'm also going to be sharing my experiences and some activities I like to do, and maybe you guys could help me out or I could help you out. Those activities are outdoor hikes, camping trips, hunting trips, can't forget about those fishing trips. Also, another subject I'm going to be tackling is fitness and diet. I like more fitness than diet, but oh well, can't like them both, right? As you probably noticed, English is not my first language, so I'm probably going to be bringing in some Spanish-speaking folks. But I'll let you guys know on the main line, on the subject line, if, if it's a, a Spanish podcast. If you're still listening to this, thank you and welcome to the Take the Step podcast. Thank you, guys. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, this is Hefter coming coming in from my house. It's uh, Tuesday, March. What is it? March 24. And... Um, It's been a while since I've done a podcast, right? Like probably three weeks. I think even more than three weeks. Probably like four. And um, I've been busy. Not that busy. I've just been... I've been slacking. But like I said, uh, I just want to bring you... I don't think I'm that interested. Uh, not interested, but I don't have that much experience yet in... Uh, And different stuff like um, I'm still learning how to hunt. I'm still learning how to fish. I'm still learning how to do archery. Mm, I I want to say I have a little bit um, more knowledge than the average person, but still, um, still not like that's full scale that I want to talk to you guys every week and give you tips and this and that want to give you tips as I learn. This is like for the person, for my friends, for the people out there that don't know where to start and um, they're attracted to someone that's learning. Like uh, me, I listen to podcasts that uh, that is people with uh, experience already, like, like high-quality Uh, hunters, high quality fishermen, but when I first started doing that, um, it didn't. Uh, most of the things that they were talking about didn't uh, make sense to me. So most of the time, I listened to um, to people that were learning just like me, and that's where this podcast comes in. That's where uh, I come in. I'm trying to teach the new people just to get started on on things and and learn with me and if you guys know something that I don't know maybe I could learn from you and we could grow together that's the main focus on this podcast and make it fun right but yeah that's I'm sorry that it took too long uh, for those people that want to get into archery I'm not that I'm not a big expert on archery but uh I know my a thing or two And um, 
I want to talk to you guys about archery this time. And uh, since I didn't go to work, because it's really, really fucking bad outside, the wind is really strong and it's snowing, and probably tomorrow is going to be sunny, but that's just the way it is here in Albuquerque. So I'm taking the time while my kids are asleep, while my wife's asleep, I'm going to do a short podcast and uh, upload it here from my kitchen. So if the if the recording or the sound is not that high quality, just remember that I'm doing this from the kitchen table with the tripod and my phone. It's not high quality gear. I'm just taking the step. That's the name of the podcast. That's the reason I started this. I'm taking the step. I'm taking the step with what I got. So let's get... um. Hold on. Give me one second. Because you guys know I got notes. Because I don't want to be going all over the place. So... <clears throat> this time we're going to talk about archery. And... Uh, like, how did I get into archery? Um... It was probably when I was 12 or 15 years old, and it all started when I, when I started watching, maybe you guys know the movie, but I started watching The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings is a, well, it goes way back. It's like a trilogy, but then you have to get into The Hobbit, and then The Hobbit's a whole different thing, and that's another three movies, but, but it all started with the books. You know, you guys, you know, guys, um... I'm making some coffee. Give me one second. And give me just one second. Okay, guys, sorry. I had to take a little moment to get my coffee ready. It all started with the, like like I said, with the movie Lord of the Rings. And then the, like, if you guys watched it, uh, you know who Legolas is. Legolas is like the guy with, it's like, um, on that movie, you get the mankind get the dwarf kind kin or kind whatever and then you get the elf kind elves and uh in that movie there's this guy that's named legolas him um he's like a badass archer traditional or traditional archer um with the traditional bow like a wood like a one piece wood of course it's a movie and it's made out of this and that and it's a powerful bow, but uh, but a pretty Legolas is like he's a pretty ar- pretty good archer. Like he could ki- he could kill anything from probably a hundred yards away, and uh, he has good good eyesight, and he's pretty quick with the bow. He's like quick, quick. He could probably shoot like two, three arrows at the time, and we've seen that like um, probably not that far as he does, but we've seen that in a with regular. Uh, professional archers i've seen people that could shoot uh probably 15 arrows and uh less than a minute like quick and they could shoot two arrows at the same time like it's it is possible it is possible but that's where my journey with archery started like uh, watching the lord of the rings and um like i said i was like 12 15 years old and um yeah, the um, I got my first bow. Like it was a five dollar bow, and it's and it's from the brand of Bear. Probably you guys seen it in Walmart. Probably you guys seen it in archery shops. But um, but at that time I didn't know about archery. It was just me picking up a bow, and uh, 
it just happened to be that the person that was selling the ball had um, aluminum arrows, aluminum and carbon arrows, different sizes, different width, different uh, uh, length. But I didn't care. No, they were arrows. So um, I started picking up my ball and shooting it um, probably like two, three hours a day uh, to get good with it, to get good with my arrows. And I started practicing uh, like I, I remember it was like 10, 15 yards. So I started getting really good with my aluminum arrows and my $5 bow from a jar sale, which it, which it, which it was probably like 10 to from eight, eight to, I want to say from eight to 12 pounds of force. So it wasn't that strong, uh, maybe a little bit more, let's say 15, um, but it wasn't that strong, but I got pretty good, good with it. I got, um, uh, pretty accurate with it, even though everything that's everything, even though everything was different, like it wasn't like a setup. It was aluminum arrows, uh, $5 bow with 15 pounds of weight on the string and um because you know when you pull the string that's the pounds of weights like when you pull it you're either you're pulling 10 15 20 40 50 80 pounds of weight but um that ball was little like i still have it i still have it i was gonna do this podcast in my shed because i'm trying to build like a little podcast studio over there like a man cave on my shed so i still have it hanging in my shed so that ball has with me probably uh 20 years now i still have it my kids have used it i'm never gonna throw it away that's like that's the mecca for my for my archery and i started practicing with that bow i started practicing with that bow like i'm not kidding two three hours a day and with uh traditional archery you shoot with three fingers uh i don't know the name of the three fingers but it's the the finger that you point with the middle finger and the shit, I don't know the finger between your middle finger and your pinky. So you shoot with those three. I learned that much, and I learned that much because um, uh, some guy next to me and my neighbor, uh, he was Native American, and not because he's a Native American, but he is or was a Native American, and um, he taught me how to do that. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you should." you should dispose like this. I'm like, oh, okay. At the time, I didn't speak a lot of English, too, so he couldn't explain a lot. But, um, uh, yeah, he told me how to shoot the bow. And um, and I started practicing. Plus, I I paused my BH, BHS tape, my Lord of the Rings movie. I paused it a lot of times. Like I told you guys, I was into all those kinds of movies, outdoors movies like uh, King Arthur, Troy, so every time I see an archery scene, I will pause the movie, pause the tape, and uh, look at their fingers. So uh, when people, I'm not going to get sidetracked, but let me just say this. When people get all caught up on the best new bow and the best new this, I'm like, no, you make yourself good. You, you, you teach yourself how to be that good. Then when you get new gear or new stuff, you're even going to be like, sometimes you're not all the time, but some most of the time you're going to be better. You're going to be shooting your bow and you're going to be better. Uh, or gun, whatever, or sword, sword, whatever. Whatever you do, you're going to be better. 
if you start with what you have and become a really really good person i at your craft so yeah uh my middle finger like the one we flip off people with will get all swollen and i still have it fucked up sometimes when i press it down i still feel pain uh, my middle finger get will get all swollen like after two three hours of shooting and having fun with it my middle finger will be like two fingers the size of two fingers right on the middle right between the knuckle the first knuckle and the second like not the knuckle like yeah the first knuckle and following the finger down that little bone um so it will get all all swollen and uh my dad would tell me like hey what the fuck are you doing like you're hurting your hand i'm like no 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 it's just practice it's just practice let let me let me continue with it and um i would put ice i would put up bandages and i would continue to shoot after one hour and a half of having my finger all swollen but um then i remember there's this park across from the streets of the apartments I used to live in. Like right now that I know a little, I know a little bit more about yardage, yard, yardage and uh, distance. I would say the tree that was across from the street in the park was like probably 50 yards away. I want to say from 50 to 60 yards away. And I would just aim at, aim at the trunk of the tree, not, not like in a specific spot. But at 50 yards, just hitting the trunk of the tree with a $5 bow and aluminum arrows, different lengths, different, um, different, um, like some of them had, some of them had, uh, feathers, some of them had, um, uh, veins. So if you don't know, like feathers, like turkey feathers for your, for your arrows and veins, it's those plastic, um, they're supposed to be like feathers, but it's just plastic. So I would I would hit the tree trunk from fifty or sixty yards away, and I, I'm thinking back at I was like, damn, that that's fucking good. So that's where I'm, that's where my archery journey started. And then all of a sudden, like I said, I have a period in my life that uh, I don't really want to talk about it. It's just wasted time, and. Um, uh, I turned like around 15, 16, and then uh, probably like three years ago from today, like to up to date, three years ago, I pick up archery again. I know we went from, I told you guys where I started, like when I was 15, now I'm now today, I'm 30, so when I was 28, I picked up archery again from like. 15 years old that I stopped doing it from like 12, 13, 14, 15. Then I stopped. Then uh, I picked up archery again at uh, what's called uh, 28. And it all started when I, my wife gave me, I, st I, I wanted to go vegan. But to go vegan was meant to let go of all the tacos and all of the great carne asadas que hacemos that we do. And uh, I love meat, man. I'm a, like the TV show says, uh, I'm, a, I'm a meat eater. I love brisket, like moist brisket. Oh, heck, that's my favorite. Moist brisket's my favorite. So, yeah, I couldn't go vegan, man. I, 
I just didn't want animals to suffer the way they suffer in the in the slaughterhouse. So it just killed me watching them, how they treat them and how they kill them. So I tried to go vegan. Of course, I couldn't. Then I was like, what's the next option? I'm like, maybe I could kill my own animals. Maybe I, I could know where my meat comes from. Maybe I could give a, the animal a more humane kill and um, not have that animal suffer and watch its friends like die every fucking day or because I, I know animals I believe animals have feelings and hunting it's a it's a hard deal man if you don't have the guts to admit that you eat meat and that you have to kill your own meat then in, I don't know what to say like I'm I don't know I don't I'm not in a level to like judge you guys i know i know how you guys judge me or at least some people judge me because i try to become a hunter or, or i'm becoming a hunter because i am seeing my progression over the years i am i am finding animals i am i already i got a uh, two um uh jackrabbits i got a squirrel like i've seen them and uh i i have eaten them but I, but I appreciate them. It's different. I see that animal get uh, lose its life and probably in less than two seconds. One, two, it's dead. But the animals in the sla- slaughterhouse, uh, I don't remember the name of the documentary, but I bet you you could find it. It's like you could find a lot of documentaries and YouTube and uh, see how they get killed. And I bet you you're going to try to become vegan or either you're going to become a hunter. There's only two options. Or vegetarian, because some people think uh, fish don't feel pain. Well, they do. They do. But, uh, man, let's not get into it. Let me go back into the subject. I'm getting sidetracked, but you guys know what I'm trying to tell you. So um, it all started three years ago. Um, my wife gave me a compound bow. I have it right here in my house. It's hanging behind my, like right behind me. It's a, it's a recurve. It's a, a brand like the same one I got from the when I was uh, twelve. It's a bear, bear recurve, forty pounds, and um, I shoot uh, carbon fiber arrows. And now this time I know I shoot a uh, twenty six. And three quarters, 25, 25 or 26, three quarter, 25 inch or 26 inch, three quarter, um, uh, what's it called? Inches, uh, length size arrows. So now the difference is I know what I'm doing and I, I like my bows. And when I started three years ago with my, with my recurve, it all like came back. Like, you guys that play basketball or you guys that play soccer, if you stop playing soccer, if you stop playing basketball or, or football or golf, if you let it go for like three, four years, maybe a decade, and then you come back at it, you'll be rusty. It'll take a month or maybe two weeks or maybe three weeks or maybe fucking a week, but you'll get it back. It's muscle memory. You'll get it back, that's for sure. But yeah, that was my... 
um, uh, my first bow. And I'm sorry, I got them confused. That was my first bow, uh, but I didn't shoot at the bear, 40 pounds compound. The one, um, I got it confused. It's too early in the morning. I just woke up. My bow that is hanging, that my wife gave me, that I um, started shooting three years ago, it's a PSE Nighthawk, and um, it's a 40-pound bow. The other one, the bear, that's a... Um, that's a um, recurve, same thing, a recurve bow that a friend tried to sell me. And I had it for a couple of months, but I didn't have arrows, so I didn't shoot it. But uh, I love that bow, too. I love I love all bows, but um, I didn't shoot that one. Then my wife, knowing that I like that bow, the bear one, she got me a PSC Nighthawk, which is a pretty great bow. Uh, we got it probably like it's between the 120 and the 180 it just depends, $120, $180. You could get one between those. You could get a really good recurve for between 150 and 250 And you could go higher and higher and higher. But uh, like I say, I was hitting a tree trunk with a $5 bow with different kind of arrows, different size, different weight. It, it's you. You make the bow. You make your shooting. You 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 sharpen your skills with whatever you have but um yeah my um um with that bow with the psc nighthawk i got accurate up to like 35 yards i could hit you know like the paper plate when you go to a party and they give you a piece of cake and on a foam paper plate and it's not the big plate paper plate that you take home like the little one i could hit one of those at 35 yards instinctual like let me explain that had people would ask me how do you aim and i can't explain it like either you just look at the target and you let go of the arrow and the arrow flies there that's one and i i do that at the same time without knowing it i do what what is called uh gap shooting gap gap shooting which is called like when you pull your bow back and you're anchoring, anchoring is where you put your fingers uh, after you pull your bow back, you put your fingers somewhere along your face, either in your nose, in your mouth, in your shin. You, you anchor somewhere and that has to be the same spot every time. So after I anchor and I, and I pull my pull my bow back and I anchor I'm watching my target but at the same time instinctual I'm watching my my arrow so I'm looking at the way my arrow is pointed at the target either it's too high too low to to the left to the right and sometimes I would do that and sometimes like I would do that like after 25 yards less than 25 yards it's, it's just all instinct instinctual I would just like pull my bow back and look at the target and shoot it and I will hit it and I know if I start hitting like the like the my if I start shooting my bow again I will get a, it, it, it's all gonna come back to me I, I just know it I got really good eye co coordination and uh, and uh, my dominant eye controls most of my shooting 
Uh, I got this tip from a guy from another podcast that I listen to, um, which you can listen to. It's way, way better. Uh, it's a really, really good podcast. It's it's called Cutting the Distance from Remy Waring, a pro uh, archery, well, well, just a pro hunter. He's just a all-around badass. And he's like... If you look at a spot somewhere along the wall or somewhere in the distance and you're looking at it, you close one eye. Well, you do like a triangle, right? And you put the, the trial triangle, you put that spot, you do a triangle with your hands. And then you put the spot in the middle of that triangle that you made with your hands. And then you close your left eye like I'm doing right now in the kitchen. And then you close your left eye. And that, that spot's still in the middle. But when you close your right, hand, right eye, that's, that spot vanishes. So that's how you know which eye is your dominant eye. If, this, if, we, if we close your left eye and the spot's not there, that means your right eye is the dominant side. And if you close your right side and the spot's not there, then you open your left. Uh, then your left side is the dominant. You should be shooting with your left side. Um, but yeah, that's a little tip. Um, yeah, but I got really, really accurate with that bow. I'm pretty sure I'm still accurate. I just don't have any arrows. I broke them all. It takes a lot of more practice. And um, I was going to do more on this podcast. But this, uh, I'm just going to give you this little journey. I got more content for the next podcast that it's going to be about bows. It's not going to be about how to shoot it and everything, but I'm going to tell you guys, uh, like, what kind, what kind of bows are there, what, they made, what are they made of. Uh, I'm just going to give you info on the bows, on the bows that um, are out there. But... um. For today, that's just my journey. Like I said, I got a little story for you guys. So, um, I visited the archery shop, right? There's an archery shop here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. There's actually two now. But the one that I I remember when I was 15, 14, because I did find an archery shop. And it was called called, uh, The Archery Shop. And it's still called that. But it was before I had even had a cell phone. So one time, I used to go to the archery shop after I found it out. I found what it was. Um, I used to go to the archery shop, but um, they moved. And it took me a little while to go back because uh, I didn't work. I didn't have money to like pay the 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 time that I used in the range. So... I would go and look at the bows. I would look, go and shoot my bow, and they would let me borrow bows from the like the shop. And they would like after I went there for like once a week, or maybe sometimes twice a week, because it was like five dollars for half an hour, ten dollars for an hour, or eight dollars for an hour, something like that. But I went like once or twice a week, so they started to know me, and they still remember me. Uh, I found. I still go to the shop, but when they moved back in the day when I didn't have a phone, I didn't know where they moved to. 
and I didn't speak that much English and I didn't know how to read that much English so uh, right today like accurate date I still go to that shop the other shop here in Albuquerque it's called uh, Head Head or Miss Archie Shop but um, I, I, I go to Head or Miss because they got like 40 yards 40 yard range and the one that I go for like to get my bow tuned and get my supplies and all of that it's the archery shop plus I love I, uh, you don't have to be like oh I go to this shop so fuck you shop I, I like boat shops boat, boat um, customer services great in boat shops I like them both so uh, we're all archers we're all shooting arch, uh, bows and arrows we all love hunting or just practicing with our bows so I go to boat um, but yeah, I went to the archery shop. Here's the story, guys. I got a little bit sidetracked again, but here's the story. I was I was planning on going on my first turkey hunt, which I did, and I did with my recurve. And um, I went to practice, and I remember having this uh, turkey drawing paper with the vitals, and I had it at twenty yards because that's the maximum at the archery shop, and I had it at twenty yards. And then this guy comes and he pulls out this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bow. It was like a uh, red cherry, like candy cherry, something like candy cherry or, yeah, apple, apple cherry or something. Like a really, really r nice red, really bright red, aluminum, uh, recurve. So it wasn't a compound. It was like a, a, a mix between a compound and if you guys know, if you guys don't know what its component, comp, compound bow is, I'm going to go over that in the next episode. But uh, just to give you a, a brief, that's the most common bow that you see in uh, with hunters. It's the one with the sides and the pulleys and uh, multiple strings. And it looks all difficult, but it's actually not. It's uh, It's the same. I would say it's the same, at least to me. Both, both uh, bows are the same. They both take some practice. They both have their pros and cons. So, but we'll we'll go over that in the next episode. Uh, so this guy pulls out this recurve, aluminum recurve, and uh, starts shooting it. But it, he doesn't let it touch the ground. Like he has its base, like a little base for the bow. Like when after he gets done shooting, he puts that bow in the in the in the um, in the base so it doesn't touch the ground or hits nothing which is a good thing but for me at the time it was like all fancy i'm not that fancy guy so and he does this anchored thing and he pulls his balls like all fancy compared to me and we start shooting right which uh what he was doing it there's nothing wrong with that that's for like uh tournaments and me, like, imagine, I thought of it, I thought of it like this. You have the rich guy, and you have the typical ghetto kid, the poor kid. And he's shooting his high quality, I don't know, I don't know how many dollars bow, and he's shooting it. And he's hitting his target, but not where he wants to. He's missing the bow, bullseye for like an inch. And here comes this kid, and... Just with the little um, 
PSC Nighthawk, $150, $160 bow with the carbon fiber arrows. And I start hitting my turkey right on the bottles. One, one arrow after another. Boom. There goes the other. Boom. There goes the other. Boom. So I start getting this attention from the archers with compounds and, and, uh, the, the one with the recurve, the, the, uh, the like the high quality recurve aluminum recurve and i start getting start getting attention and i'm like they're like oh you're good i'm like thank you i'm i'm like your bow is fucking looks good and like your bow looks awesome he's like thank you and uh, another archers and then i we start getting to talking you know like they they start respecting me that's how i looked at it like because i didn't have the the pants i didn't have the 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 typical archer look and uh i'm i remember i had the um, men bun and since i have curly hair i had the men bun with a curly hair on the back like all puff and um just some jeans and combers and um i'm making better shots at 20 yards with my recurve than most of the people in there with their high expensive bows and there's nothing wrong with their bows. It's just that uh, it's just that um, I just want to prove that um, when you get you make your bow, the bow doesn't make you. You make the bow. You make you make yourself a good archer. But yeah, that's the moral of the story. You you practice and you get better and you hone your skills until you. You move to the next equipment, better equipment. Start low and work yourself way up. Don't try to get a, a $600, $700, $800 if you don't know how to, how to even shoot it or how to practice it or what does the thing on the bow mean, or like uh, the, the, the gears and all of that. Like if you don't know, start low. That's the point. Start with what you have. Take the step with what you have. I don't have a podcast studio, and I'm doing this from my kitchen, and a tripod, and a phone. I don't have the best fancy bow, but I'm doing the best I can with the bows that I have. Just last year, I missed my elk, and I didn't miss, miss, I missed, like, I shot over it, over it. But it went straight to where I was pointing, even though I, I had all this adrenaline rush, going through my veins and my and my hands were shaking and I was in an awkward position the arrow flew right over him but like straight to where I was shooting I just put the wrong pin in, in his vitals and I went over him but that's fail and learn you don't you don't fail in life you fail but you learn like it's either you win or you learn that's it. There's always something to be learned. And then you make adjustments and you then you progress from there. And that's the learning curve for everything. But um I'm go it's already been like three or four minutes, guys. I don't wanna make this podcast um that long. Um that's my journey. Like I said, it started from the Lord of the Rings movie and all of those movies and I've always been a swords and uh, um swords and um bow enthusiast i love them like right now i'm like maybe 50 60 50 to 60 pages maybe 50 
from finishing the book of Miyamoto Musashi, which you, which I've been repeating on this podcast. But uh, that's a samurai swords. I love swords. I look into swords. I learn how to how they make them. But um, I don't want to go. I don't want to take more of you guys this time. But yeah. Uh, that's this is the podcast i don't remember which i don't even remember which number of podcasts it is uh episode but it's i'm gonna call in my my archery archery journey and if you guys like it please leave a review if you guys like it please follow me on on instagram if you guys want to see photos and a little bit of my histories um go to my instagram it's take the step uh, like just like this podcast um, but I hope you guys enjoy it and next time we'll talk about bows, different bows that are out there and uh, which one do I recommend, what do I like of one, what do I like of what do I like of every bow. There's just one bow that I'm going to talk about that I haven't shot, but all the rest that I'm going to talk about, I've shot them and I'm going to talk to you guys about those. With that said, I'm going to end this podcast here because yeah. <laughs> hope you guys have a great Tuesday stay safe keep warm and I'll see you guys either this Tuesday but definitely if I don't do it this Tuesday because that's one week I'm going to do it in, in two weeks like I said on the first time I'm going to give you guys I'm going to see you guys next this Tuesday or next Tuesday but I'm going to bring content for sure I'm going to work on my on my podcast and my YouTube. There's a new new YouTube video. Okay. Sorry guys. That's it. Thank you. You guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.